My name is Denasia. And my name is Faith. And welcome to Season 4 of Taipei Black Girls. We're discussing all things adulting, including life after college, relationships, finances, traveling, and navigating the corporate world, all while being Taipei Black Girls. We hope you enjoy! Hi guys, welcome back. Hey y'all, missed y'all. <laughs> we say miss you every week, it's only been like a Girl, week. <laughs> We got to say it real hard now because when it's off season, they're going to listen back and it's really going to hit home. That's facts. Especially yeah. the last episode. It really is. See you later. See you later for real. We going to relax. Yeah. No facts. We take it a break. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but this episode, we have a very, very special guest. Everyone mm-hmm. say hello to my line sister, Blair. Whoa! Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm talking about yes welcome blair i've been wanting blair to come on for so long so this is literally like this is perfect yes and all of her line sisters i feel like are my friends too so hey friend never met him in real life i'll tell you that <laughs> when you added me to your close friends i said i'm gang like for real, for real. gang for real <laughs> <laughs> um, but hi everyone i'm blair I go to UNLV. I'm a accounting major. And um, my fun fact, hmm, I always lead with one thing because, like, that's, like, the only thing that I would say. So I guess I'm a twin. That's, like, the best fun fact that I have. Mm. Um, but, yeah, glad to be here. And yeah, that is a fun fact because everyone loves twins. Like, loves them. We've yeah, actually had twins. Two twins. We've had two twins this season. Yeah, because Peyton's a twin too. Well, oh, yeah, Peyton's when I be forgetting. No, I'm talking about Fee. I'm talking about this season. Oh, yeah, she's a twin too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Twins. For real. Twins. <laughs> a group of them, even. Okay. Yeah, we love Bianca. Shout out, Bianca. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Blair, do you want to kick us off with your rosebud and thorn for this week? What's been happening? Okay, so my rose is I took you guys' advice and I did a Valentine's Day brunch with my friends for Valentine's Day because um, I'm currently single. So I decided to celebrate with my friends and that was fun. We had, um, we caught up a little bit, ate good food. Um, but yeah, that's my rose. My bud is I'm really excited. I'm a lover girl at heart. So I really love romance movies and rom-coms. So I've put together, well, basically they're just my top five favorite movies that I'm going to be watching throughout the week. Um, and that leads me to my thorn. The reason I haven't got to it all yet, because I would have definitely watched it all already by like Tuesday. Um, I've had three exams this week. And I had an exam last week, so kind of been in the books, <laughs> trying to get work hard so that um, I'm be graduating on time this semester. Yep. Period. I'm so excited to see you walk across the stage, man. I can't wait to see my friends walk. Like I'm, I'm gonna be a proud mother, even though we're literally a year apart, if that. Yeah. No, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm you're gonna hear me. I'm gonna be crazy in them stands. They're gonna have to escort me out. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Extremely excited. Oh, and if you guys hear us like being quiet on our end while our guest is talking, it's just because like we've we've heard you guys talk about our audio quality. 
in order for our audio quality to be the best it can be, we have to be quiet while the uh, while the other person is talking, or it kind of just gets jumbled up, and then the nature has to cut because she edits the the pod. So just letting y'all know. Yeah, yeah, the streets is saying our audio sucks. So yeah. we... <laughs> <laughs> that's what they saying. They saying I'm trying to. I mean, we live across the country. Like, okay, technically not now, you know, but we live it. We don't live next door. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. It's really hard. So we appreciate those of y'all that be like, "What she said," and just let it go. Mm-hmm. You, just, you turn up the, the volume and you take maybe one ear out because yep. <laughs> we may See, come you. in on different ears and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's dive into today's topic. So uh, it is the day after Valentine's Day, and we're filming this, so I feel like it's definitely relevant. Yeah, but today we're talking about the reality of love and relationships. Because I think it can be very easy to, especially with like social media, I think that everything is peaches and cream and it's not, it's like, it's not at all. So I think it's, I was going to say it's like dirt and water. I don't know why I was thinking that. Kind of. Like it's not, well, no, that, that sounds really bad though. It's not, it's not that bad. I'm it's just thinking like, huh? It's dirt and peaches. Like sometimes. Dirt and peaches. That's yeah. a good, yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Um. Basically saying that things aren't sweet, but there are ways to make sure that your relationship is good, even if it's, even if it's not going good at the moment. Um, So that's kind of what we're diving into today. And thank you, Blair, for coming on. So our first question for the day basically just talks about how a lot of people associate the perfect relationship with finding their soulmate. So you hear people say like, oh, I found my soulmate, I found my person. Do you guys think it's actually possible to find your soulmate and someone that actually checks all your boxes? You want to go first, Blair? Okay. Um, so for me, I like to think about it as like a soulmate and then finding your person. I think you can find your person in your soulmate, but I also think your person could be somebody else um, and somebody that checks all the boxes for you because I feel like it's just your person is like all around somebody there to support you and comfort you. And that could be your your soulmate and that could be just like a really good best friend or like sister almost yeah so or sister or brother in in regards to whatever case but i think yeah you could find both i definitely i definitely see that um for me i actually wasn't thinking about it i was just thinking about like romantically but then when blair said that i thought about like my ride or die best friends in seventh grade like that girl is literally the yin to my yang. Like, it don't make no sense why we are friends for real, but we work really, really well. Like, when I'm down, she's up. When she's up, I'm down. Like, it's and, – and we know how to comfort each other. Like, her family's my family, vice versa. Like, it's really great. Now, to the soulmate p- part, I do think it's possible to find your soulmate that checks majority of your boxes. I don't think all. I feel like that is a perfect world kind of mentality. Um, I feel like once you start to like love them, you kind of those things that they don't check your boxes or maybe they're like the flaws become things that you love even more. That's that's kind of what I've found Um, on paper, like six year old me. My man would not be my man. But now that, you know, I've matured, I've kind of like put some of those more superficial like Twitter things away from the list. It's, it's definitely helped me to be like, 
no, this is my man. I love my man down. Like the things that I'm like, why would you do that? Some things are just like, that's just men. I'm not going to hold you. And and because I didn't grow up around a lot of men, I didn't realize that a lot of the things in my list weren't men things. It were it was honestly very feminine men type of traits. On I don't know who I who was on that list for real, but um, I will say I think it's possible to find your soulmate that checks majority of your boxes. What about you, moms? Yeah, I feel like there's that thing where it's like guys written by women. We've mm-hmm. heard that before. Like, oh, that dude looks like he's written by a woman or woman. I think that mentality is great for a few, but the reality is that men go men. Like, at the end of the day, there's some things you just can't change, honestly. If, if like, you are in a relationship with a man, there's just some things they're going to do that just, it don't make no sense because they just are wired a little bit different. Yeah. But I do want to say, like, I, I think that you can find your soulmate in a person that checks everything off. I think that some people might not even find their soulmate in their lifetime, honestly. I think that like sometimes there is a person that is out there for you, but like maybe you haven't found them yet. I think people also meet their twin flames and they, they confuse that with the soulmate because a twin flame is very similar, but if they also bring out um, your flaws because they're essentially the yin to your yang, like essentially someone that's going to bring out the good and the bad. And it takes a lot of like work to basically overcome that. Um, or at least that's what I've read the definition of as a, as a twin flame in a relationship. In a friendship, I think you can have a twin flame also. And I don't think it's as like, you know, you guys are either going to love each other or hate each other type of thing. But uh, I think you can have multiple different types of soulmates too. Like, I feel like you can have a soulmate that's your kid, you know, like your child. And you feel like you have that deep connection with them. You can have a friendship soulmate, a parent soulmate. Like, I don't think there's just one different type of soulmate. But romantically, I feel like there is that one person out there that, like, is for you. And I think about people that, like, their significant other might have died or, like, you know, like, they lost them or something Something terrible happened and they still find love. Um, they can still love that other person and they still check off all their boxes. But I still, part of me, I think it's, like, the romantic in me that just feels like you have one soulmate. That's, like, the person that's meant for you. But you can still love and spend your life with someone else you know, and like have a very, very happy life and marriage, etc. No facts. Yeah. yeah. The soulmate thing is really crazy because I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of people that like try to predict their soulmates too. And I feel like mm-hmm. that does not work. Like there's, there's women on Etsy that will draw your soulmate for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like how you know how you know that's him. He told you I definitely did try to draw mine. And it's just like girl like when you were 16 and 15 or and 12, honestly, it's not going to be the same person you want when, you know, you're 22. Let's be really real. I'm trying to tell you that person you think is so fine right now. Give it a few years. Yeah. And I feel like as a kid, uh, uh, soulmate revolved around looks. I'm thinking like Corbin Blue is my soulmate because I love, ooh, I love that man. Him and his curls, I used to eat it up. So like, now I'm like, okay, it's more than just the physical. But I think as you're as you grow up and you mature a little bit more, you realize it's not the physical at all. Like the physical fades very quickly. And those real pretty boys try be are trying to be the brats in the relationship. And we all know you can there can only be one brat doll. There can only be let them know. There can only be one. I feel like that's a really big like that needs to be tatted on somebody's like forehead or something. Like there can only be one brat doll. And if you know, you know. Yeah, facts. <laughs> those those who have dealt with it, you understand. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, like for you guys, where do you draw the line between if you do have that person that you're with, normal couple hardships are normal, but where do you realize that like this person you're in a relationship with just might not be for you? Like you guys are having issues and it's not anything that you guys are getting over. How do you say, okay, this just might not be the person for me? Mm. Okay. So for me, um, it takes a few times because I've realized I'm a forgiver to the wrong people. Um, but a baby is definitely on that list. Like if you have a baby on me, like, um, I'm sorry, like that's a huge line. Like I'm talking about cemented line. Okay. Um, also I think a big thing, I think I saw this on TikTok. I see everything on TikTok. Would you want your best friend or even sister, if you're close with them, um, to have to endure that, endure that? Cause I know my sisters and my friends tell me things. I'm like, I hate that for you. Like, I do not like, I wouldn't, like, I don't want that for you. So, but if it's happening to me, I kind of take a blind eye. So you really got to sit with yourself and be like, what I want, what I want hope or joy or Elisa, you know, to be going through this. Okay. Well, mama's less research. I think it's time to, you know, say, all right, I think it's time for us to take either a break. I don't believe in breaks, but if you do, shout out to you. Um, Or it's, it's time for us to break up, buckaroo. Uh, what about you, Blair? I think um, for me, if the hardships are becoming too hard, if they're becoming too reoccurring, you just have to take a step back and like reevaluate the relationship as a whole. Like, think about the person that you're with, and are they the same person that you met? Good and bad, like the good things that they've developed as you guys been together. And the bad things that is, you know, come about as you actually become to learn that person. If you think about that and, you know, I, the pros and cons, I feel like that's in almost all romance movies. So, like, that's kind of what I think about. If the pros or if the cons outweigh the pros, then I think that's time to be like, okay, well, this relationship isn't benefiting me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Like, if if the hardships are stuff that you basically have on your list as things you would never tolerate, that's when I think it's time to to cut it off. Because for me, like, it's really listening to my gut. A lot of times I really ignore my gut instincts, but the gut never lies. Like, when you get that pit in your stomach, you know. And I think it's very easy, especially if you've been with someone for forever, or, like, you guys have history, to be like, oh, well... I can't cut them off because this is that, this, that, that, third. Like, you know, we have a family together. We have history. Like we've been together since this and he does this. But at the end of the day, if whatever hardship you're going through, for me, like my, my hard nose are cheating. Like that's just, hmm. I would just feel like boo-boo the fool forever. I can't forgive that. Like, even if I try to forgive it, it's going to come back in my head later on and I'm going to build resentment. And I just know that about myself. So it's just something I just had to like accept. So like, Cheating for me, like if that happens, that's just one of those ups and downs that I'm not going through. <laughs> and you know how we feel about ups and downs. We do not like to say ups and downs because it sounds like someone cheated. Who cheated? <laughs> who, put, who that, put that in the caption. Who cheated? Who cheated? Who that? was with Big Booty Judy? Let me know. Please. <laughs> and honestly, majority of the times is somebody uglier than the significant other. Yes. Yes, that is true. It's like, what did you see? Were you it's, going in blind? It's, it's, I think it's people seeking outside validation because they, ha- they aren't getting it from their partner or they feel like they want something new and someone is showing them this new attention. 
and they're like, oh, I miss this feeling. Like, I want to feel like desired, you know? And I think that's why that happens. New and exciting. New and exciting. That's, that's what people seek, I feel like. And especially when they land in that comfortable zone where they're comfortable and content with their like relationship, they want to seek something new and exciting. Yep. Yeah. Most. I feel like it's like a dopamine thing too. Like, like when you, I feel like when you're really comfortable with somebody and like you guys are not necessarily in love, but you love each other, there is not that like huge excitement of when you first meet somebody and it's like fireworks and that, that feeling has gone away because it's now matured into a different feeling, which is like, like long lasting love for real. So it's mm-hmm. like when they, when they have that happen, they're like, oh, uh, the spark died or like, oh, like we're no longer compatible or like you know, people say stuff like that all the time about a person they've been with for years, but it's like, did the spark die or did it just change into a different type of spark? Or did it just change into a fire? And like, now it's a a long flame. Like, you know, like you can't look at it like, oh, so black and white that now just because you guys have gotten over the honeymoon stage that now you're no longer meant to be, or like you've now fallen out of love with somebody. Yeah. I saw this thing on, what is it? TikTok or so one of them, one of the T's. And they are basically saying, like, when you say I do, I know we're going in America. But when you say I do, you're saying I do to for better, for worse to to the to that person who's going to change, who's going to evolve, who's might even become a different person. And I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. Like the person I marry might not be the person I married in 20 years, you know. And mm. then I thought about it. That's why there's vow renewals. Like I'm I'm renewing my vows to a whole nother being. And I'm like, there's just so many freaking layers. Man, they can have like a, a seminar on this. Something. Because I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good point. Like people are bound to change. I feel like you either grow together or you grow apart. Unfortunately. Yeah. Right. Man. <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> well, what do you think is the most harsh reality to learn when it comes to relationships? Blair. (laughs) Um, I think that it's, you know, all relationships are meant to be the forever lasting relationships. Some things are meant to come and go in your life. And um, God has a plan for you. So if God, you know, God brings you this, you know, he checks all the boxes and it's the man of your dreams and all of that. It's ultimately could be preparing you for your soulmate like that that relationship was a lesson learned and now you're gonna you know you evolved and you've changed into the person that's ready to meet your person and that sucks actually especially but like type a like okay well this is my perfect thing okay well let's start building our future and then god's like well um so no but Shout out to you for real for enduring that. Well, what do we learn? And let's keep it pushing. It's like, well, well dang. Like, I, <laughs> I had everything set up for real. Like, I was I was planning out, you know, uh, Etsy's The the Robinsons for our front door. You feel me? Like, the whole nine. Um, I feel like for me, one of the harsh, harshest realities is everybody has their something. Especially when you start dating or your dating years get into the 20s. Um, or even adult relationships in general, a lot of that childhood trauma gets exposed, whether you're in, you're in a relationship or not, but especially in a relationship, you kind of start seeing like, wow, I'm a little bit, a little bit damaged, you know, and it kind of makes it difficult to deal with, with 
relationships as a whole, because you got to decide if you're going to stick around to help them heal and heal your traumas together, or if you just can't take it and you don't want to fix it. Like you're like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, built. Bill, I'm not Bill the Bear. I'm not, uh, what's that? Bob. I'm not Bob the Builder. Um, I'm not doing this. I'm Wreck It Ralph and goodbye. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's hard, but it's like, if, if, if I know that I just don't want to fix you and I know I already got, I, I just want to work on myself. Well, that also goes back to the point that Denasia made in our last Valentine's Day episode where she said, like, you kind of have to work on yourself first mm-hmm. and get in the relationship. I didn't do that. So now that I'm in a relationship, I'm working on myself, but also I'm not all the, I'm not 100% there. I'm maybe 58.5. So my my traumas will come out and then it will like Lola has to decide like I love this girl so much, but she like what's going on? So he has to get to the bottom of it. So he has to also help me. So really take what Denaja said to heart. Like really try to heal yourself before you get in a relationship. I'm not saying there aren't people that won't help you heal, but some people just don't like being therapists. Mm. It gets really bad. So maybe if you get therapy and a significant other, but don't do one of the, uh, I would say if you're doing one or the other, do that therapy. Don't have that man or that woman just trying to help. Go go ahead and pay. Because they yeah. they got the degree for something. You feel me? What about you, moms? Uh, yeah, actually, my lesson was that a lot of relationships and what happens are usually and how you handle them are usually a reflection of you. And I think that's also really hard to be like, oh, um, the way that I reacted to somebody doing this to me sh- says a lot about my past, about things I need to heal and what I need to work on. And I think mm-hmm. the hardest thing is to be honest with yourself, because you can always blame somebody else and be like, oh, they did this down the third. But like, if you're going to actually want something to change, you have to take a step back and look in the mirror and be like, what, how, why am I reacting this way for one? And two, why did I allow this to happen? And three, how am I going to change and move on from it? And I feel like a lot of people get into relationships. um, Even if they're not ready, it doesn't matter if you're not ready. What matters is if you're actually willing to do something about it and change. So if you're not willing to work and actually work on yourself in that relationship, Cause it's not like you can just magically heal and you're like, okay, now I'm good for a relationship. Like where he at? Like, he's not, he's not, he's not there, baby. Mm-hmm. He's not there. Mm-hmm. Like you have to actually seek out things for yourself and your own change. And I think honestly, when you do work on yourself more, you start attracting people that feel the same way or that have that same type of mentality. Like not to say that you attract what you put out, but it's like, if you are not actually mentally ready you're probably going to meet someone that probably isn't mentally ready as well. And if you are mentally ready, you might come across somebody that isn't. And that just means that that's a lesson. So I feel like it's just harder enough to um, put the mirror to yourself. But a lot of times that's honestly the only way you're going to get through it. Thanks. Yeah. I think I like to think about it. Like um, if you're able to sit with your own mind, like if you can sit and, and be content with your thoughts and all of your um all the crazy things that go through your mind, that's when, you know, you're able, when you have self-love, all those other things, those that's when you're able to, I feel like, be ready to be uh, open and available for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. Because I think also, like, a lot of people, they kind of ignore that aspect. And I think some people are also afraid of being alone. Like, the thought of just being alone is really scary. And that's that's fair. Like, no one wants to be alone. 
but it's like also you have to learn how to be alone but not lonely because if you are constantly seeking that in someone else you're never going to find it because the only person that can truly give you that contentness is you and that but yeah like like physical person you can meet on this earth is going to be you and has to start with you if you can't do it with yourself you for sure can't do it with somebody else or you're going to find you're never going to be satisfied because that's not what you need and that also goes back to the whole like solo dates like going just on a date by yourself moms get ready for yourself make pay for that meal for yourself like do activities in throughout your week and throughout your month that are strictly just for yourself so you can learn how to be alone i'm learning that because i've never been alone i've always had my sisters i've always had my family now i've moved across the country i don't got that you feel me so now i'm literally planning on my out my month when it starts like okay this Saturday, I'm babysitting. This Sunday, I'm taking myself out. I got a massage and girl, oh my gosh. They rubbed me down, oiled me up, wiped me down. Like they, she is literally on top of the uh, the little uh, the little mat with her knee on my thigh. Like I, she, I gave her a $15 tip. <laughs> oh, she did it real good. I said, I said, Mia, I'm coming back to you. Okay. Um, but yeah, like really be intentional with your solo days. Not like, okay, I'm alone. Let me do something like, no, today is the day for me. And I feel like with work and college or college and work, you know, cause you, you got to pay for it somehow. Um, it's kind of hard, but at least once a month, I'm talking about minimum, mm. make a day for yourself. You don't got no money. You better get on Pinterest and figure out some free ways to explore who you are. Okay. And to that point, I think once you do that, you realize that a lot of the stuff you tolerate, well, for me, my, my personality and like my, my thing is I'm not letting it or accepting anything from anybody that I would not do for myself. Or if you, you sit with someone and they give you the bare minimum, it's like, I won't even give myself the bare minimum. So why would I accept that from you? So you have to really, if you love yourself, you kind of put that as like a, a baseline and they just need to either match that or go above it. Yeah. Yeah, I think because um, I actually recently just went out and ate by myself in public, so I could really understand that. Um, it wasn't even really that hard. I feel like people, the stigma behind it, like not eating by yourself, like not wanting to look like lonely. I feel like that's, I don't know, because I just sat and was like on my phone, you know, just looking up, catching up on things and just ate. So it's like pretty normal. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It really mm-hmm. is hard the first time because you're just, I don't know, I feel like there's this, this voice in your head that's like, everybody's looking at me. They probably think I got ghosted. Like my date didn't come. Like, you know, like I just feel like maybe I'm just an anxious person, but like that's kind of the thoughts that run through my head whenever I am like alone. But I think it gets easier with every time. Girl, I brought a computer and read a book on that computer so they can know this is for me. Like ain't nobody else going to sit. I'm I'm looking at this computer and I'm reading my book and I'm eating my pancakes and my chicken, and we're going to be good. And I'm going to tip you nicely and keep it pushing. But it kind of was sucked because I had a, a waiter who smelled good and he was a bit handsome. And I was like, sir, like, no, like, I have an almost engagement ring on my hand. Like, it's never given that, you know? And I feel like it is a little harder when you are in a relationship and you're going on a solo date because that kind of can attract, like, oh, she's independent. Like, da-da-da-da-da. No, I'm almost engaged, y'all. Like, I'm serious. I think it's coming this year. I know I've said that every single year. If you know me, you know, but I'm serious. I do think it's coming. I hope a little. I'm not playing. 
I'm I'm actually very serious. It's coming. I don't know. I we the you know those those engagement ring prices. I don't know who's paying that, but I'm glad it's not me. Let's just say that. Because wow. I don't even want to know. Moms, it was disgusting. And you know I'm not a big spender girly. I was like, can we just like go get a like like a little five hundred dollar ring? Like I would be cool with that. I'm not cold you like in in the fives, the five figure vibes, like no, let's go on a vacation. I don't five bands is crazy. Man. No crazy. moms, five figures. <gasps> moms. Okay. The 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 what's that thing called? Like the thing that holds the diamond was the band? like Yes, was like 4K, the one that I wanted. And then the actual thing, the smallest diamond was 13. Yeah, nobody tells you about this. The TikTok girlies don't say, talk about this. They just say I got engaged. TikTok girlies don't tell you the price that they rock. So don't. Everybody in the comments like, girl, what type of rock is this? And she she don't be replying for a good reason. For good reason. Because <laughs> now you want to rob me. Come on now. No, facts. Ugh. But yeah, um, but moms, what are your tips for going through breakups and removing someone from your life that you probably loved? And I know this question is sitting home for everybody in their bathtub, they car, at the gym. This is a rough freaking question. Glare, I'm, a, I'm not sliding, sliding Glare, down the wall, truly. Real bad. I'm talking about tears. Ooh, heartbreaking. Mom, Blair, what's, what, what, what's, what's going on with you? Um, well, hmm. Because I'm, for one, I'm a person who can't let go. Like, that's probably, like, the one thing that I really can't do. I can't let go. So for me to let go, that's step one. Mm. It, But if I'm trying to, like, you know, take the next steps, I, you know, start little. Um, so, like, removing them from your space. So if that's, you know, take them off social media, blocking their number, that would be the first step. Um, and then, I don't know. I like, because I'm an overthinker, so I like clarity. If you can provide me, you know, with what happened, what did I do? What could you have done better? Like, that, that's kind of what I need, like, to go further. Because, I don't know. I'd be overthinking. I'd be like, he hates me. He don't like me. He really, like, he really just said, forget you. I don't like you, basically. But in, re- in reality, it's like he does like me a lot, but he's not ready. Yeah. Mm. And that's honestly, that's a really hard thing to to wrap your head around. Because on TikTok, I saw like this video about this girl basically saying that a lot of guys settle down when they're ready and they don't necessarily choose the girl they love. They choose the girl that's there at the moment. Mm. Mm. And that really shook me to my core because I was seeing dudes in the comments like, yeah, I mean, I still remember the love of my life. It's not my wife, but I love my wife. Uh Uh-uh. Yes. I was like, men are scary. They were like, yeah, like you can basically have the love of your life, the one that got away. But I wasn't ready for her when that happened. So my wife is the person that was there when I was ready and we built a future together. Like not saying they don't love their wife, but just saying that that she's not the love of their life. And that is actually scary. And then they be naming the kids unknowingly. Yep. After the first love. Yes. Yep. 
insane. Imagine. Oh, I don't want to imagine. I don't even want to put that energy in the universe because I would have to hurt someone. Moms, I actually have a story. So the man that it was in one of our failed talking stages, either season one or season two, because we stopped because we ran out. But um, basically, we were having we were making baby names. Probably the man that catfished me. If y'all know, y'all know. Mm. I think. And we were doing baby names and he was just so set on Khaleesi. And I was like, okay, maybe you're just a big Game of Thrones fan. Like I had my baby name set, but like, I love you. You know, like I the one, I'm the one who said, I love you first. And then turns out when we, when I, when he had the baby on me, it was just a lot. It was just one after another, had the baby on me and his ex who he literally had the baby on as well during their break with the lady from a diner in a bathroom. That's a whole nother thing. Um, she gonna call me talking about some you broke his heart girl girl you're the ex what what are you hitting me up for and she's like yeah our baby names were and it was Khaleesi because her name was Kaya (laughs) oh and they watch Game of Thrones together moms yeah sick 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 work I'll tell you that and he loved Bommy probably catfished me and had a baby on me was the baby real? I don't know. But for me, um, I <laughs> but he did send me a picture when it was born. I don't want to see that. You know that TikTok channel where it's like, F them you and F them kids. <laughs> Period. That's how I feel about that. But for the whole breakup question, um, I've only gone through two. I thought, I realized I've, I've gone through three breakups, real ones. Um, the first one, I was in my Cougar era and we broke up because we weren't compatible. And I was going to college. Um, when we, when, and, but then when he, came to college I was up in that dorm like you know it is what it is so but we just I, we ended up just becoming amicable he would ask me about girls I would ask him about boys like we were just cool we were just chill friends who sometimes kiss vibes you feel me um then my but my main freshman year main escapade also got a second chance like I said I forgive the wrong people and it kind of just fizzled um he actually he kind of like he was on my campus but he was didn't even he wasn't he he didn't even go to college so it was like why are you on my campus for real but it's open campus and um I I made a story time on YouTube about how he um was stalking me and he commented I hope you drown so that kind of you know fizzled (laughs) fizzled itself out you know um and then when I thought about oh boy who had the kid on me when I decided to break up with him I was very on edge because my when he told me that he had a kid on the way, I, I a couple weeks before that, I had told him I loved him. So it was really, really hard for me. And it felt like my heart was like breaking. Like it felt like somebody took a hammer to a cement heart. And that was my heart. Like it, it I, I could physically feel it cracking. I've never felt that before. Like you, nobody can explain heartbreak to you unless you've been through it. And it, it looks very different. I will say that. And my mom told me, she was like, well, when you start making money out, out of college and, you know, y'all get married, that money that he owes for child support, you have to give. And I was like, it's going to come out of your guys' joint bank account. I said, oh, all right, we got to break up because absolutely not. Absolutely not. I am not taking care of that baby. You know, I would I would actually despise that baby. And I'm actually a very resentful person. Um, so absolutely not. So I just kind of came to a point where I went on a blocking spree. And that was that. You know, I don't have that many relationship things because I Lolo took me out the game early. He hates when I say that, but like he really did take me out the game early. Um, but what about you, moms? Because I did Jersey. Jersey and the Raptors. Jersey and the Raptors. <laughs> he took you out the game. Oh, real bad. Retire oh, you know the number. 
Yeah, yeah, real bad. Yeah, it's up. It's not even in the rafter. It's up in the air, in the heaven at this point. <laughs> It's outside the stadium at this point with Rihanna. Shit. <laughs> In the air? <laughs> right, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. So let me walk through, uh, like, I would say my first heartbreak. So I, I also talked about him in failed talking stages. Um, that was Mr. Two Years. That man okay. really did a number. Like, yeah. basically, I had been dating and talking to this man for two years. I, w- I would label it as, like, first love type vibes. And we hadn't put a label on it because it was a long distance type of thing. And it, we were both in college, and it was just really rough. But uh, when I finally did ask him about it, and I was like, well, what do you want to do from here? Like, what do you think we are? He told me he hasn't thought about it after <laughs> two years. And I was like, oof, like, that feeling, I would not wish that on anybody. And after that, I realized I just had to cut him off cold turkey because I'm just like Faith and Blair. I I forgive a lot. I forgive. I'd be like, I'm giving you no more chances on the 1,000 chance. You know, like I really, I really struggle with that. So I know that I can't do like the whole let's stay friends afterwards. I personally don't think that couples that break up can stay friends unless they're both healed afterwards. Maybe they can stay, maybe they can become friends years afterwards and be like, oh, that was a crazy time back a couple years ago. But when it's fresh, like, no, you cannot stay friends. I'm sorry. It does, you're like micro dosing that person and you're acting like friends, but it's like y'all love each other. You're going to get in that bed somehow, some way. <laughs> Not even that. <laughs> it's just like you still love each other, you know, like it's, it's yeah. really hard. It's the and, reality that nobody wants to face. Nobody wants to face that the one that you thought you were going to end up with is not going to be the one that you are end up with. And being friends is a lot easier than losing that person in your life. Mm. So I, they're still, from, you know, they're still filling that hole, even though it's microdose hole, you know, they're still filling it. Exactly. And that's how I felt with him. I was like, I just, and the thing is that we started off as best friends. So it was just really hard because it was like losing a best friend and someone that you love all in one. So mm-hmm. I just knew I could not, like, I knew in my head, I was like, there's no way I can be friends with this man. So I literally just had to tell him, like, we cannot contact each other anymore. And shout out to him for respecting that because he really did. But, yeah. well, to a certain, that's that's a story for a different day. But yeah. for the first at least year after that, he respected that. Um, and then ugh, the second, oh, I didn't want to talk about this, bro. But the second one is honestly kind of what I'm going through right now. You know, I've been telling you all my business, but I also did introduce him in the other episode. I know he probably listened to this, but hello, hey. <laughs> hmm. So mm. basically, uh, yeah, I'm cur- the, the fact that the timing of this episode is happening right now is crazy because we planned this episode out, yeah, a long time ago, and it just happened to be that me and old boy are breaking up, literally as of yesterday. So. Uh, I wrote these questions, so you can kind of feel that I was just really venting through the questions. Like, I was over it. I was really over it. But also going through this current situation, I'm kind of applying the same thing that I went through with Mr. Two Years, where, like, I just have to remove all contact because I know me personally, I'm a fold. Like a lawn chair, actually. Like, (sighs) it's it's very hard for me to completely cut somebody off. And I start thinking about how they are as a person. And I try, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I really like this about them. And you start seeing things through like rose colored glasses instead of like the actual reasons why you guys are not talking anymore. 
So I know that I have a tendency to do that and forget essentially the reason why the breakup happened in the first place. Like that show is for a reason, Carisha and JT, you know? So yeah, for me, that's my biggest tip is like, if you go, if you are going through a breakup and you know, you have a tendency to fold and be like, Oh, I miss him. I'm a text him. You need to really mute that story. Oh, Mute the story, baby. And don't look him up on anonymous stories either. He Because he's going to get all them random sets about to watch his story and it's you. <laughs> I'm just calling it how I see it because we've been there, okay? Don't watch his story anonymously. Don't do the little half thing on Snapchat where you can kind of see someone's story. You have to really cut cold turkey and, like, out of sight, out of mind is a real thing. It'll take some time, but like eventually you will grow and you will learn and you will heal. And uh, also remember that if you keep going back, like let's say you just genuinely can't leave that man alone and he can't leave you alone, maybe you should reconsider if maybe y'all are supposed to be together. Because honestly, if you constantly are going back to him, there's obviously a very, very strong tie there. And maybe it just takes some work on both of your ends to make it happen. Not saying that you should go back to a man that's completely done you wrong, but if it's if it if you guys fell out over a misunderstanding or something that can be fixed and you keep going back to each other, maybe you guys are the right people for each other. It just might be bad timing or it might be bad communication. And those are things that are able to be worked on. So like, you know, if you keep if you really, really keep going back and you can't leave that man alone, reconsider, you know, the relationship, maybe. I don't know, like overly toxic. Lenses off though. Before you go back, take those lenses off. Pros and cons list vibes. Yeah, facts. Huh. I feel like that's a hard one because if you think about it, I just, you know, if we're if we're in a relationship, let's say, and we've been together for so many amount of years and we keep going back and forth with each other, then when you go into that space of like going back again, like now I'm thinking all the things that I just been through with you, all those things that you did. I'm thinking, and those are the things that some of those things stay with you. Like yeah. you're never gonna forget. You're not. You might forgive, but you're not gonna forget all those you know wrongs, doings, all of those things that have happened. For me, I I can't. I mean, I say that, and you know, I am a person who folds very fast too. But I think about those sometimes on a daily. Like I'm like, dang, like that really, that situation really happened. And like, dang, I have in a similar situation. Like Denasia, have been talking to this man for a long time, two years, a year and a half. Like, hmm, like I don't know if I can really like think about going back. Y'all, I I did, I did after he, so we broke up and we were never together, but you know how that is. We broke up or whatever. And I was in the, I I remember this vividly. I was in the light rail. If you're from Arizona, you know, if you know, you know. And he was like, can I FaceTime you? FaceTime, whatever. He's like, I just had a threesome. I said, "Oh." oh, so I guess we were friends enough comfortable enough for him to tell me that and I was like okay he was like I thought this was the sweetest thing you guys he said they were so annoying but you're annoying in a good way so I think we should get back together oh I said wow that was so sweet like I gotta get back with this man so that just shows you oh my god 
people can be dumb. You can get smart, but people, girls can, girls sometimes are dumb. I'll, I'll say that. It's hard for the women race, you know, for the woman race, but, you know, sometimes we can be dumb for the stupidest reasons, like a tall, dark-skinned man. And that's that's my kryptonite. Listen, is it Luke, dumb or am I hard-headed? Am I dumb? Am I dumb or did I just not want to listen to my intuition? It'd be that because I'd be like, girl, shut up. Like sometimes nope. you just want to have fun, you know, and here comes your intuition. He not the one. Like, girl, can I just enjoy this moment? Exactly. Can I just, can I just bask in this happiness for three seconds without yes. you in my ear? And the crazy part is me and Blair, like when she says that we went through the same situation, like it's actually scary. Like to the T. Copy paste. Her, 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 her Mr. Two Years and my Mr. Two Years are like copy and paste and the same exact things happen. Like it's really crazy. So like, yeah, when we be talking, it really be hitting home because it's like we really have experienced the same exact thing. And it's like, I completely understand what she's saying. Mm. 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 Shout out to us. The 20s are hard. <laughs> the teen, the relationships that last the teens through the 20s, I feel like are, are even harder because it's like we're all growing and, you know, improving ourselves. But it's like, I'm still with you. Why? I know why. But. Uh, uh, and I'm not going to lie. I think it's also because like growing up, we have very high expectations. And I think. We're asking that of, like, in reality, a 21-year-old boy. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, he don't even change his sheets as much as he should. And he got one. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the pillow. He he, he got one. You know pillow. Pillow. The, the dudes I, I, I do would have had fluffy pillows. But I'm just saying, like, you're asking expectations for a husband, you know? And we we we, for ourselves, mature quicker. So we're looking at guys that are our age, for example, and they're just not there yet. Like they're genuinely not ready. And it takes it takes a lot of growth on their end to be ready. I think that's why a lot of girls date older guys, because some of them are just as trifling as they were when they were 21. But some of them have learned and grown and now understand what it takes to actually be a man and like man up. Not all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are Oh, it's gonna get worse with age. It's like reverse wine. Ew, it's like <laughs> Benjamin. Um, but yeah, what are some green flags that y'all look for in a partner? Like I know we talked about the bad, but what are some good? Um, for me, and I'm really just doing Lola. Um, somebody who makes you laugh. Um, I am the friend that makes my friends laugh, so it's glad it's good to have somebody who can make me laugh you know i'd be trying to be like you're not funny but like sometimes you really be getting me and vice versa like we really don't let each other like we really don't laugh at the stupid jokes and it's like oh you know what that was a good one you got you got me you know um you can be your most vulnerable about around him i feel like i'm a very silly goofy da 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 person um but sometimes i can be a little bit too serious it's like it's either super hot or super cold like there's no in between but i can be either with him and he knows how to handle both um, they don't fault you for your trauma. Like today I lost my AirPod case in the airport and I had a panic attack in the airport. And I'm like, TSA, do you, and like, I'm literally, and Lola had given me those AirPods. So, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is why I can't have any nice things. Like I need things bigger than my hand, you know, the whole panic attack thing. And he's like, sometimes you make it hard to try to comfort you. 
because of your panic attacks, but I understand it and I love you, but you do make it hard sometimes. So, you know, that was very comforting because it's, it's cool to know that somebody understands you, you know, just understands you and how you operate. And it's like, even though I'm going off on him, he's like, and then I came to my senses, which was hard, but I did. And I was like, I'm sorry that, and sorry is hard. <laughs> if you can say sorry to that person, okay, we might be going somewhere. You feel me? Um, also, they accept your quirks. They understand your family dynamic. Because I know some girls, like, they will literally run back to their, like, mom and tell them everything, you know? And it's like, oh, girl, you can't, you you can't, because then when, when he does something bad, she's not going to forgive him. So you kind of have to, you know, um, so you kind of have to pick and choose what to tell your family. Um, talks in the future and talks as, like, as a unit, like, we, us, us in five years, when we're 40, like, things like that. Some, that can sometimes be uh, cloaked as love bombing, but you kind of have to try to figure out how to decipher that. Because um, I've had both sides of the coin. Oh, boy, uh, Mr. Mr. Baby, he, he love bombed me real bad. And I was like, you think I'm beautiful every day? This is cool. Like, I actually love this. So uh, what about you, Blair? Um, so I really don't know. I guess I'm in that phase where I'm trying to find myself. So I don't really know what I'm looking for. I will say we are kind of twins. I'm like really funny. I used to think I was the funniest person <laughs> on the earth. Yeah. Up until like high school, senior year, I met my best friend and she's literally the funniest person I've met. <laughs> Like, I think I'm pretty funny, so I think I need somebody else who can make me laugh and be funny as well and goofy together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he, right now, I guess I'll look, what I'm looking for, that's what I'll say, <laughs> um, definitely has to be over five, or not five, six foot. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I said, oh, baby. <laughs> Over six foot. Sorry, not no nobody five foot. I'm sorry. I'm five three, five four on a good day. So yeah. I need somebody. And and then on top of that, I like wearing heels. So yeah. if I can't look up at you even in heels, no, it's a wrap. Sorry, sorry. Um, and I don't know. This is kind of weird, but I also think you need to also have a booty because I don't have a booty. So I need you to have a booty so that our kids can have booty. <laughs> I'll tell you no. right now. Maybe double cheeked up. I'm not gonna hold you. Like why why can't I sit a plate on there and it can just actually like I'm talking Lola has enough booty for generations to come. I'll tell you that. Dragging the wagon. Like come on really, there's no reason for you to be having all that ass. Hmm. Why couldn't you give it to me? Like you didn't need all that. And God didn't just- bless me. So my significant other needs to be blessed so that we can make something with our kids. And not saying like like that. Not saying that you (laughs) but like for me, my booty is kind of like flat. It's like flat somewhat. I got somewhat something back there. Yeah. But mostly flat. So like I'm like, hmm. She capping, y'all. She got she she is literally capping. That's me to the Nasia. I'm like, no, because the Nasia actually has cake. Okay. Exactly. That's what I've been trying to tell her. Look at them gaslight me, y'all. I have no, I have nothing. Like literally, I have no booty. Maybe it's the um, I don't know, the standards of this this because yeah. we both are in the same 
late and I know for a fact that Denasia has more booty than I am. Yeah, probably me and Blair combined. Well, the thing is, I'm comparing myself to my mama. And you know she got it. She got it. Like, I really, I have to give it to her. I can't, I can't lie. Yeah. Wow. She was blessed real bad. Real bad. And I said, oh, the jeans just scooped me. She talking about give it, give it time. Baby, I'm not waiting 20 years for ass. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If it don't come in by year 15, I'm on Dr. Miami's door. I'm not going to hold you, like. No, BBLs are scary, but yeah. I'll tell you that. Sometimes it comes with kids because my mom yeah. didn't have um boobs when she was younger, but when she started to have kids and she wasn't breast uh breastfeeding, so like she was containing almost all of that milk. Well, I guess <laughs> it don't it's not milk after a while, but <laughs> powder. She got boobs after that. So mm. Bro, you say that you know that you know that scene of white chicks where he blow the powder out. <laughs> That's what that just reminded me of. <laughs> and so, I mean, that, what, what else does it turn into? Does it just go into your kidneys, your lungs? Like, where did milk go? I don't know. Yeah, where does milk go? I, I don't know. We, we just, might not need to have a future OBGYN on to figure out, to tell us how, how the body works. Boots? I thought it was only from the hips down. No, no, no. No, I'm, no they, I mean, like, they, they check on you for all the, all the women's stuff, I think. Oh, I think you go to an OBGYN once you get pregnant, right? They're the ones helping you through your pregnancy. And they give you a little ultrasound, too. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I'm not going to hold y'all. I haven't been to the OBGYN. I know. Don't tell me. I know you're supposed to go when you turn 21. But it's something about that little crank they be putting in you, that metal one. I'm I'm not allowing that to happen. Mom, but I will say when you go and you also do get your blood work done, that's how I realized that I was pre-diabetic. Damn. Yes. And it's for good reason. It's to figure out if you have ovarian cancer and things like that. Just make sure everything's good up there. No, I know the reason. I just wonder if they can heat mine up before they do it. Because I feel like it's going to be cold. One of my old (laughs) guys was like, was like, why are you having a panic attack? If you can have a penis in here, you shouldn't be. Oh, I'm having a panic attack. I don't care. This isn't a penis in here. This is you a duck. This is this is a duck up in here. Yeah, and the thing is, she was black, so it, it sometimes it's hard because I'm like, I want to go to a black. I want to do black services, but sometimes y'all be making it hard. Because why do you think you're that comfortable after the first time you've met me telling me that while I'm having a panic attack? What that thing is up in me? Come on now, mm. <laughs> which is mm. why I won't be going. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember the question. The question. Okay, what are some green flags to look for in a partner? Um, for me, mine is if you're able to talk about the big four. So for me, the big four. Goals, kids, money, religion. And I say that because I read an article once <laughs> about the top reasons people divorce. And mm. it was that. Yeah. And I, I, when you think about it, it makes sense. Like, people fall out because their goals aren't aligned. Uh, one person wants kids, the other person doesn't. Or or one person says they wanted to have kids and they really didn't mean it. Uh, money is tight and y'all are arguing about money. And money, honestly, like, not to say money buys happiness, but it damn sure buys comfort. And a lot of stress is money related. So like, you know, it's very hard to 
to get over problems in your relationship if it is centered around money, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and religion, like how to raise your kids. If y'all have, if y'all come from different backgrounds, what religion are you guys going to follow as, as a unit? Y'all yeah. praying to different gods. How does that work? Like, it's a lot to uncover. And not to say you should talk about all this on the first date, but like, I think it's very essential that like you bring this up pretty early on. Because if, if the person you're with does not align with you on one of these things and you kind of sweep it under the rug, it's the rug going to get uncovered eventually. And it's not going to be pretty when you do. And it's going to be even harder to let someone go after years of dealing with them when you knew they didn't have the same religion as you versus early on and just being like, this person isn't for me. Uh, yeah. So th- those are my green flags that I look for. But like actually like like characteristics of what I look for. Uh, for me, number one, it's always been someone that makes me laugh. I'm not fake laughing at nobody's nobody's jokes. I'm not. No. Because I like to kiki-ki. Like, I like to giggle. Yeah. And I've always had crushes on the class clown. I feel like y'all looked, y'all looked at me crazy when I said I would date Drewski last episode. I meant it. <laughs> you were on to something, bro. Did you see Eric Andre got Emrata? Yes. Because uh, he made her giggle. I'm telling you, funny guys. <laughs> Funny guys is where it's yeah. at. I'm telling you, once once you get to giggling, you you start looking at them different. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's someone that can make me laugh. But outside of that, it's also someone that is like about his business. I'm a very hardworking, determined person. And I think that like I've dealt with guys in the past that were intimidated by that. And I guess it's because it's like masculine energy to handle your business and be about just handle shit, basically. And um, if someone matches that, I feel like it kind of takes that 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 role out where I feel like I'm being the dominant one because I don't want to be the dominant one. Sometimes uh, I want to like, be soft. I want to be in my soft girl era too. Like I want to be I want to be pampered a little bit, you know. So like meeting someone that's about their business, it kind of takes that element out of it. Um, also, someone that's just very respectful and thoughtful. Like that's why I, I always told Blair, my, my soulmates in Texas, I always told her that because I just feel like I need someone that's a gentleman and very like down to earth and thoughtful, like romantic and actually thinks about things and, and puts in a lot of effort and isn't afraid to like show you off. Mm-hmm. I feel like, but honestly, a lot of the issues that we be talking about comes down to basic respect. Like if he doesn't respect you, there's a laundry list of things he's going to do. And it comes down to whether or not he actually sees you as a person for one and respects you as a person. If he respected you, there's a lot of things that would not be happening. Mm. So that's my list. Um, but funny is definitely up there. Now, six foot, actually, no, six foot is up there too. <laughs> I don't care that I'm five three. I no. hear that all the time. You don't need nobody that's, 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 that's six foot because you're five three. I like to look up. Personally, there's nothing down that I need to be looking at. I, I'm, I'm looking forward and I'm looking ahead. What am I doing with Nomeo and Juliet? Like, come on now. I'm not doing it. And I like I like my man tall and tall and lanky. Tall and skinny. Uh-uh. Tall and pick <laughs> me up. Blair knows this. Like, my whole type is literally tall, skinny. Tall, skinny with waves and knows how to dress. That's literally I'm trying to break okay. away from it, y'all. Then we get in the water, it's kind of get murky because then it's kind of like a gray, a thin line between no side of dress and then brat stall. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to find the sweet spot because sometimes they know, you know, like they care a little bit too much about looks and it's like, okay, you take longer than me to get ready. Basically, I like pretty boys and that's my problem. I'm working pretty on it. 
I need someone who can bench press me. You cannot yep. be lanky. Bench press, like, pick me up. I can't deal with the lanky, skinny. And people say, like, you know, they are actually stronger than they look. But I basically yeah. see that you could pick me up. Bro. Nah, my track record, because I'm already skinny, too. So us together, it's like two little sticks starting to fight. <laughs> I want us to make the number 10. Okay. All right. Bro, did you see Blue Face try to bump right now, it's, it's giving 11. I'm not going to lie. Me, over there. Me, me, me and the dudes, I, my, my track record, it's given 11 and barely that. Maybe, maybe, maybe because I'm short. So it's giving one and a high. Die. <laughs> <laughs> Insane, actually. Um, but what's the biggest lesson you've all learned from relationships? I mean, I know we've been in a few. I think I can count on one hand how many I've been in as a whole since kindergarten. Um Blair, what what is the biggest lesson you've learned? Um, communication is key. I like to think back to Mr. Two Years. I mean, we're still in communication, by the way. So. <laughs> hey, girl, be hey. like that. Mm-hmm. But I like to think back to him. Like, if we just communicated better, both of us, I would say, it could be commu- like a communication on both ends. If we just communicated better, being vulnerable. Because, you know, it's hard. Our pride doesn't allow us to be like that, and especially around, like, other people. So that, I feel like, is, like, something that you should have communication, like, in being vulnerable. Like, just being able to, like, talk with each other. Because if, if we just talked it out, it would have been better. Now, like, now my heart is in my stomach. And, like, now we can't talk anymore. So, yeah, communication. What about you, moms? Um, for me, it's it's that you have to speak up on things you're not comfortable with right then and there. Um, I think like one of my tendencies is that I, especially when I was younger, I was very much a people pleaser and I didn't like to rock the boat. I was like, oh, things are going good. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm causing issues by bringing up things that I'm uncomfortable with or bringing up things that don't sit right with me. But then when I didn't do that, like it would just sit with me. And now I'm building resentment. And now if I do bring it up, it comes all out. And he's looking like, when did this happen? Because as much as we would like them to be, men are not mind readers. Like, oh. you really, you really got to let them know. Because they be thinking everything is peaches and cream. They be having little butterflies floating around their head. They have no clue. Uh-huh. All they know is that you have an attitude and they don't know what for. Oh. Like, you really have to <laughs> teach Say people. That. Oh, like, it, this this is not sweet. They be thinking it's sweet. It's not sweet. And in my head, I'm just going through all the things that I'm like, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. But I'm like, I don't want to cause a ruckus because now That's I'm the back. And in his head, it's da, 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 da. like literally roses <laughs> and daisies, 2K. Like, I don't. <laughs> like, throw them video games in there for real. Yeah. Literally, it's 2K and maybe some food and like some Insta Reels. Like, that's really what be going on through their head. And in your head, you're going off and you're expecting him to know, but, like, he's not going to know. Some, Maybe some, but the majority don't know. Yeah. And then that goes back to our point about, like, men go men, regardless. But I think yeah. if you speak up on the things that you're uncomfortable with and your standards right then, you you prevent a lot of, of hardship later on. Because you te- you teach people how to treat you from the beginning. They know what they can get away with based on what you allow, what you accept. So if you are accepting that behavior in the beginning, 
it's in his head that's the green light like oh I'm good yeah and it's going to continue if not get worse so I would say like that's the biggest relationship advice I have is to like set your boundaries very clear what you expect and your standards early on that way there's no confusion later on Mm. yeah yeah about you moms I'd say for me you can't change people I feel like as a type a person I'm like oh I can fix you like I got it. Like yeah, you you came to me broken. I got you. I'm 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 gonna fix you real good. And you know everybody has their. I was working in therapy and I was. She was like everybody has their core beliefs. If they gonna believe in it, they gonna like that. That's how they operate. You know this is how they've been since the 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 womb. You know so you can't change them. I feel like you can change parts of them if they want to change, but you you can't mold them into a the, a person that you want. I would say if you're going to be in a relationship, get a relationship with somebody you actually like and can uh, you guys can grow to grow together, but don't get somebody that you're like, oh, you are a perfect rough draft. Let me go ahead and start because literally my first boyfriend ever actually forced him to ask me out before we had our first kiss. And um, he was so nonchalant. It was so irritating. Oh, it was so irritating. Like, yeah, only one of us can be the brass doll, but I need you to care. You know, and he was just like, this, I, I, I did something and I told you I care. I'm like, what the heck even was that? Like, what? That really even wasn't much. I'm not going to hold you. Like, to me, mm. I'm sure to you it was like a whole mile, but to me that was a centimeter. Like, literally try harder. But if, if that's how they are, that's how they are. If it's nonchalant, they're nonchalant. Somebody going to like it, just not me. You feel me? Ooh. Another thing to that point, <clears throat> um, a man that is really about you, you will never be confused. Mm. you are confused and you're like but he did this but then he did that and you know like you feel like you're getting mid signals that man does not want you the way that you want to be wanted like mm. if you are confused that tells you everything you need to know because a man that does not play with you will not play with you oh like at all and to that point also about like um like the love bombing too and like hearing things early on that makes you think everything's gonna go well um, especially to our younger listeners, like, please be weary of lump- love bombing. For me, I ate it up because I'd be like, yeah, I, I too would be in love with me through with, with a week. Yeah. A, week, a week's notice. I too would be like, yeah, I could be, I reasonably understand why he would say I love you in a week. You know, because I, yeah, like, I get it. But please understand that, like, feelings take time. <clears throat> if he's telling you that he loves you and he wants to spend his life with you in the first week. Ah. <sighs> You know, he might not be playing with he not be, he might not not be playing with you, but it's like also be wary about his intentions. So mm. that's kind of a double edged sword. Make sure he's not playing with you, but also don't believe everything so naively. Make him show you. The actions will tell you a lot more than the words will. Mm. Say it again, moms. The that actions one? maybe that's our affirmation. That's the, our the actions will tell you a lot more than the words. And a man that does not play with you. Or about you, you will never be confused. You will know right away. And I hope he makes you laugh. Please. And I hope he can pick you up. (laughs) Or at least, at least maybe pick half of you up. Because for my girlies that like the basketball players, you know, (laughs) it's it's a little rough out here. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, This was great. Yeah, I just felt like therapy. Like, like I said before, like literally the timing of this was crazy. Like, I know I don't really be opening up on this podcast as much as Faith does, I feel like, but like I really am going through a breakup, like literally today. So 
I really appreciate y'all listening and I hope you guys gained something from this and learned. And for our younger listeners, especially, I hope you learn from like our mistakes. That's the whole goal of this freaking podcast. I'm not going to hold you. Like we really, really want you to listen and learn. Because life would just be easier. If I yeah. didn't have to go, I mean, I feel like it was definitely character development, but like if I had a big sister, I was, I'm a big sister, so I didn't have that, this, you know, I, my mom never worried about me because I didn't have to be worried about it. I, 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 I was great, you know, um, but I, we want to be big sisters to y'all, not aunties. Cause we're not there. We're not even, we 23, 20, oh, we're not doing that. We're <laughs> not doing it. Not until I'm not going to hold you around 30. You could start. No, actually even then I'm going to give it nope. about 35. No, mom, you will be auntie by 30. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, a real auntie, yes. A real, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> According to my life plan, you will be an auntie. Okay. <laughs> um, but we'll see. But um, for our calls for the request line, um, please send in all of your dilemmas, all of your questions, any of your comments. Um, please send it there because we're we're hoping to do an episode at the end of this season with just a huge answering your dilemmas. So the more you guys send us, the longer the episode will be. I don't care if it's even my boyfriend might be a little fruity. What do y'all think? And give me an explanation. You know, did you say that? Moms, because I have a friend and she was she was trying to figure it out. So if you give me a, you know, a dilemma, I can maybe figure try to put two and two together and get four. Is he fruity or not? Yeah, that's that's the thing with the men, the men written by women. Mm. That's that's the thin line. Cause yeah. does he just tap into his feminine side or is there a side he foreign that's not your side? Oh, what about you? What, what are you saying, Blair? <laughs> Get into it. Um, first of all, <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're a little fruity, you're not for me. Well, no, actually, let me rephrase that. Not a little fruity. Because I feel like, you know, we can't, you know, the stigma behind that. You can be a little bit feminine. Like, for yeah. A man. If you're fruity, the category yeah. in general, mm-hmm. not for me. Not too much. Not too much. Only one. You know, I I feel like some some women can date by men. It just won't be me because now I'm competing with the whole world. Listen, I think about when you posted that TikTok with Paul and everybody thought that was your boyfriend. Everybody was in the comments like, hey, her man gay. Hey, her man a little fruity. He a little zesty. If you post your man on TikTok and the comments gonna eat him up, Uh that tells you what you need to know. Yes. Like, come on now, Lola's up and down my TikTok, but this is the one one that like just got a lot of views. And it's like, come on now. I said, this is my friend, Paul. I literally gave you the description. My friends I've known since high school. Come on now. If he's doing that, that those hips to the Beyonce song, put two and two together. Come on now. <laughs> no, nah, because there be some straight men on TikTok doing them hips with ring lights. So it's... Oh, ring light's crazy. The question is... Are they really straight? Let's think about it. If they're binary, I mean, I definitely, I do think you know. I'm, I'm gonna say sexuality is a spectrum, but, but I'm on one end. Please, if if, if I have to bring you to the cookout and my family pulls me to the side <gasps> to <laughs> ask a question about your sexuality, <laughs> oh. it's it's a wrap, my boy. Mm, my because girl. now I'm gonna start looking at you different. Like I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start questioning things, and it's not even that. Like I honestly, like I, if that ever happened to me, I would really actually like 
try to help him explore his sexuality, just not with me. Like I would oh, be there. No, no. I'm like, where is this going? No, 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 not with me. Like I would be like, you know what? It probably took a lot for you to sit here and date someone you're not attracted to just so you can like feel like you fit in. <laughs> so I'm gonna be a supportive person to you, but from a ally. An ally, thank you. Yes, that, that, that's the word I'm looking for. Like, I would be like, you know what? I hope you find someone that makes you happy because it's obviously not me. But I'd also be a little pissed because now I'm thinking like, if anyone ever wanted to like roast me or like, it's like say something crazy about me, that's why your man gay, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is a crazy, this is a crazy rabbit hole we've gone down. I'm not gonna hold you. It's a but crazy it's- term, but I'm just saying like. Like, you know, I'd be like, you know what? I, it probably took a lot for you to come out. I hope, I wish you the best. You know, I would leave, I, we would leave on a cordial note. Yeah. Because I just wouldn't have hate in my heart to really hate him for that. Like, I would just, I'd be irritated, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, would, I like, think you know I would what? have. I wish you the best on your journey, um, girlfriend. Literally. We can be girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we think about the spectrum and it's like, what if he is bi? He could be very much attracted to you, but he also could be attracted oh, to Oh, baby, you. I'm not talking about bi. I'm talking about he only like guys. That's well, what I'm okay. saying. No, okay, I, and I also couldn't date a bi guy. I also couldn't date a bi guy. I couldn't. Because you're, like, you're competing against the whole world. Think about it. Yeah, it, it just feels like I, I just really wouldn't know what to do. Now you're looking at that man and that woman. Come on now. Yeah, that's a little too much for me. No. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm very confident gonna... myself, but still. But mm-hmm. also, he would have to be very good at putting up front to fool me. Because my gaydar is usually on point. Like, I could be like, oh, yeah. They're they in the closet. The closet is glass. Like, usually I'd be peeping. I'd be peeping. But, like, mm-hmm. if I'm dating a man and he's been gay that whole time, I think I'd be more mad at myself for not realizing it sooner. <laughs> Y'all watch Grace and Frankie. Yeah, that's right. really good. I, that's my new Ben show right now. And it's they literally were married for like 40 years. And they were they were a lawyer. I both had a lawyer form, firm and they got together. And basically the, the wives are now living together and just coping together. Mm, at at like crazy. 70. Yeah. Truly insane. But back to what I was saying. If y'all got calls from the request line, blow that thing up. There's at least, at least half of y'all send us some. Granted, that's actually a lot of y'all. I'm not going to hold you. But if at least 25 of y'all send in some things, we'll be good to go. We'll have a full episode. We just want to, we want to get closer to y'all. And I feel like at having a whole episode, I feel like it's, it's season four. Like we could do a whole episode with these answers from, um, from calls from the request line. So let's get it going. But to our favorite portion of this freaking podcast, let's get you say that um Denasia you want to go first yes um <laughs> so this one I actually have a couple from Twitter this week Twitter was on a roll so this girl posts pictures of herself in her new house right and she says 23 and I got myself a four bedroom three bath house and it's cute pictures with her and like her cat right mm-hmm. <laughs> and someone quoted it and said they in the quote saying she was asking for donations for a girl's only gym and instead bought a house with it. it, it insane. <laughs> I saw that. Wait. No. Crazy. Because what do you mean? No, that's that's just crazy work. Like that's what. Like you're not, you're not seeing them pearly gates. 
You have no shame. Come on now, on Twitter, like at least like just get the house and don't post it. You're posting it. That's really saying F you to everybody who gives us the note donations. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no gym. No gym in sight. Just the house. Like, That's truly insane. 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 And then another um, one I saw was um, why my sister told her teacher she can't come to class because of the funeral. And he said, unless her name in the obituary is not excused. <gasps> now, I hate professors like that. Professors, sometimes they get that title when they just become dickheads. Like, like come on now. Like, are you serious? He was the one in the obituary. Keep playing with me. Like, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Oh, oh that's insane. actually have accounting a professors. Accounting professors are like that, though. No, they are like that. That's why literally I cried for four years. <laughs> mm. Mm. Sick. For real. Uh, <laughs> this other one? See, Valentine's Day was a rough one on Twitter because they were just going. They was going. So yeah. this one says, I can't believe they just broke in my car and took my girl Valentine's Day gift. Oh. Now you know that didn't happen. Bro, did you see the did you see the replies? He was like, I just called her and told her, Y'all, I'm up. She she forget, like she she believed it. Nah, because I would be like, especially if you live in an area that don't know, that, like no break-ins. Like you live in a suburban gated neighborhood. Who broke uh, in and stole just my gifts? Not your shades. <laughs> <laughs> not not the jacket you got in the back. Like not not, not the no. money in, in the glove compartment. The whole car even. Hotwire it. Let's start there. Glass is not even shattered. How'd they get in? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> But my rose is gone. Okay. Sick. And you couldn't pay seven dollars more to get another pair. Mm. Yeah, because they're not they're not really expensive. Um I I saw this video of um the guy from you, uh Penn Badgley. And there I feel like a lot of black girlies follow him. His name is Hood Vogue is tired of poverty. His name is Keon on Twitter. He's talking about some I know he F up a kale salad. I saw Why? That. <laughs> Why would you say that? But it makes sense. Like, I really had to side eye and la- and giggle. Like, it made me giggle for real. <laughs> um, I also saw one, this girl, this man made a whole billboard. I saw the men were getting creative. Like, this is why I couldn't be on any social medias, because I was really a hater, because I was with my man. But um, when I ended up getting, did, did getting on Twitter, wow, not dyslexic when i ended up getting on twitter um they had a, a whole bunch of billboards talking about some like she won oh yeah da, 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 da. happy valentine's day with my valentine this girl gonna say i i hate my man like wow imagine him seeing that <laughs> don't be mad baby it's just a tweet the tweet <laughs> I just saw wait, I just saw one that I forgot I bookmarked. Why would you become a last check knowing you suffer from BV? Moms, I saw that on TikTok too. Come on now. Because oh. now it feels like under the sea vibes. Like, come on now. <laughs> and someone commented, why you got that cat humming in my face? <laughs> humming? I don't what? like cats, so I would be mad too. <laughs> Me either. And then people in the comments giving tips talk about I really I really love using boric acid. Like at least they're trying to help. 
yeah, 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 but like, girl, you need to go to the OB, please. Like, this is why, like, like people are in the comments advertising their boric acid pills. Like, they really. Oh, absolutely not. Speaking of that, this girl said, "You ain't having sex enough if you ain't never had an STD." And somebody quoted it. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, call me Virgin Mary, baby, because what? This man said, this is going to be one of y'all wife one day I'm crying. I didn't do that. <laughs> no, I just think anytime I see a tweet like that, I just think of her going into a job interview and them having it printed out. And pulling it up being like, this you? No. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. Oh, my God. Okay, one last one. Um, and then, Blair, I know you have one as well. Yeah. So, Olivia Wilde, right? Um, I already don't like her. I already don't like the girl. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, she getting into the uh, the Joey King category for me. I don't like this lady. So there's the video of ASAP Rocky when he's at the Super Bowl watching Rihanna perform, right? He looks so cute. He's just recording her, you know, it's a it's a wholesome video. Yeah. He'll post it to Insta stories and say, if I thought he was hot before, this really put me over the edge. <laughs> and then tagged ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. <laughs> tagged them. And someone <laughs> someone quoted it. It said demonic white demons trying to break up a black family. <laughs> demonic? Oh. It's probably a Leo. <laughs> probably. I said, huh? That tagging is... them? I think tagging them is the craziest part. Because what? Did he want to threesome? Like, but what? I thought he was hot before, huh? Hot? I love what white people say hot. White people did something when they said hot. Oh, oh I love using that. Forget fine. He's hot. Like it's so <laughs> She really tapped out bad gallery read and press and press post. Damn, people are insane. People are crazy. It's, it obviously it don't stop when you get fame either because that's crazy. And I, I will say, one of you guys are a little crazy. Like, I sometimes I go to, the, like, our requested DMs. One of y'all sent, unprovoked, a Joey King video. <laughs> Just a reel of Joey King existing. I said, you know what? F you. I actually got a good giggle out of it. I did. You know, I the nation checked the DM, and she's like, what? I said, no, she didn't send no damn Joey King real to me. <laughs> no context either. No text. No no emoji. Just Joey <laughs> in that irritating face. Like, I was sick. Oh, what, what you got for us, Blair? Okay, so um, yesterday, my granny called me. And it's Valentine's Day. So she said, happy Valentine's Day. I said, happy Valentine's Day. And she was asking me what I did. So I was like, oh, I went to brunch with my friends. And she was like, oh, all y'all must be single then. Oh. I said, like, uh, why would you say that, Granny? Like, oh, no. Just because you got a man, like, <laughs> that that's humbling, and to say the very least. Girl. Very. I think this, this, this one in last episode, last episode, why would you say that? Like, if if y'all missed it, definitely tap in. But like we were talking, the Naja brought up the scenario of 
What the frick with the scenario, mom? The girl, the girl pooping in a in a plastic bag. <laughs> and leaving it on his counter. I I just didn't know what to say. I told Bianca about that. <laughs> we were cackling. <laughs> And that's one of those stories, like, you just know they're not lying. Like, there's just yeah. no way they can make that up. She could really experience that. And honestly, <laughs> I I try not to overshare, but I love when other people overshare because I'm like, you are doing it for the people. Thank you. Because that would never even have left for my friend group. I don't even know if it would have made it to my friend group. I'm not going to hold it. I'm not going to lie. I'm taking that to the grave. You will never. <laughs> it's going to stay between me, him, and that counter. I am not telling nobody about that. Oh. And I'm denying. I'm denying that it ever. If he, if he, rumors, like, I heard you, it wasn't me. Oh, he lying on my name. Why would I ever do that? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm putting on my best show. Like, I am lying every day. Oh, oh, there was this TikTok, and it was like, every time my daughter says, I put that on my daddy, and he got striked by lightning. Well, I- well. You know, it is what it is, baby. I, I, the last thing I want to do is log on to Twitter.com and see this girl left shit on my counter. I'm not, like, I'm just not dealing with it. That's embarrassing. Fake news, actually. I'm reporting Sorry. the tweet and your account. <laughs> your, your Everything. <laughs> but y'all, we wow. really did enjoy this episode. Like, thank you so much, Blair, for being on. I think this is our first time actually, like, not just say each other on video on Instagram stories. Um, so this is great. I, I cannot wait until I meet all your live sisters in person. Like that's that's gonna be a episode for the books. Like I am so excited. Whenever that does happen. Um, but y'all, any um we'll we'll be putting all of Blair's socials um on the page like we do for every guest. But Blair, yes. thank you so much for coming on. This was thank great. You, Blair. And also, one quick announcement. Um, I know we previously mentioned um, our Type P trip. So uh, the Type P trip is now being moved to a later date due yeah. to life life in. So the yeah. offer still stands. Honestly, it gives y'all a little more time if, like, you need to be in D.C. for something. Um, we're looking at later in the year to have the Type P trip. So if you are in Washington, D.C. or just a DMV area, just DM us and we'll forward you details as they come. We already had a few of you reach out, so we'll just stay in contact with you guys. But yeah, more details. Yeah. It's not in March. <laughs> not in March. I'm sorry. It, it's just, it don't make no sense financially, socially, all the least. You feel me? Um, but we love y'all and we'll see y'all next. What, what episode is this, moms? This is seven. Oh, we only got a few more. See y'all for three more weeks. Sorry. <sighs> <sighs> all right. All right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Bye.